Good morning. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. It may not be morning for you. It is morning for me. So I have my morning voice. For those of you who have been listening to me for a while, know that my morning voice says it all. (laughs) It says it all as far as when I'm recording. Um, This podcast has been around now for two years and I'm super excited to have it, you know, kind of going and growing and I'm very proud of it. And I want to get all the admin stuff out the way. So the um, Everything in Me Healing Workshop is on the 20th of January. It's actually the Thursday, so you guys are going to miss it. But there are follow-up episodes. So there's another episode on the 27th. And then the final kind of episode or workshop is actually going to be in February, that Thursday, that first Thursday. So you guys can definitely check that out on Facebook or check out everythinginme.com for more information. It's completely free. And it's a great way for us to heal together and talk about kind of the icky stuff and get that stuff out of the way. So as we go through our goals and our milestones that we're trying to accomplish, we kind of have a clear slate or a work in progress that we can feel good about. There's something about starting and an activity or a goal or organization, um, you know, activity where we understand, okay, let's clear everything out, you know, and kind of see what, what's going on, what's there. Let's sort things out. Let's deal with them. And then let's re-envision the new version or the better version. And so that's kind of the goal behind not only the healing um, opportunity, but the idea of goal setting. I mean, you can set some goals and, you know, go at them and kind of blindly just say, you know what, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it versus let's talk about how do we break down things so that way our goals are um, easily attained or easier um, to attain because we understand the capacity that we need to produce um, or find within us, the frustration level. I think that's another thing too, when it comes to identifying goals and attacking goals, people underestimate their capabilities. So think of goals or think of milestones as I'm starting to call them because goals are great, but goals to me feel like dead ends. Like in a sense that you reach your goal and you're like, and then what? Okay. And then what? Um, It's more of a milestone along the journey. So you'll hear me use those interchangeably. Um, so when it comes to, you know, reaching your goals and identifying goals and stuff like that, people underestimate the, you know, the effort that it's going to take, the inconvenience it's going to create, the frustration, the anxiety, all of those sort of things. I personally am a person who enjoys, um, achieving kind of the things that, you know, seem unachievable in my realm, in my bubble, in my area, in my, you know, community, if you will. The reason being is that there's something about the challenge or something about the stretching yourself outside of what you're comfortable in to be able to produce or, you know, have that kind of feeling of, I did it. I can't believe it, but I did it. That feeling just, it just blows me to the moon. I always, always enjoy that feeling of I did it. Now, I don't always bask in it, meaning I don't always absorb the full effect of it or how monumental it may be. But it's the concept of that chase that really, really, in, I really enjoy the, you know, the strategy and the intellect that needs to be applied in order to obtain those goals. So a lot of times I think of goals or milestones as, you know, for women or even sometimes for men, um, 
when you see an item, you know, marketed to you, like a clothing item marketed to you and the model looks amazing, she looks great or he looks amazing and the clothes just fit so nice and so good. And you're like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want to do. That's how I want to look. And then you actually get the item and you're like, Ooh, it doesn't fit me. Now, Goals sound super, super nice. They look super, super nice. But sometimes there are times where we do obtain them and they don't feel um, like they should or feel like you anticipated them feeling because the motives behind those goals were because of status or materialistic or, you know, to impress someone or, you know, an audience that at the end of the day doesn't really care. So deciding on what type of goals that you you want to obtain is and the motive behind it specifically is very very important. So let's let's start with a couple steps here cuz I want to get as actionable as possible um when obtaining or just navigating this. So one, we need to heal. We need to identify What are some of the areas in which we are triggered, we are frustrated by, we find challenges with, um, we definitely need some work in, and that can turn into a goal, but that's also a good starting place to understand as you're cleaning house and recognizing what are the things I'm capable of working with, what's in my toolkit, that'll identify the additional things that you'll need to obtain along the way or sharpen in order to obtain this, this goal or this milestone. So recognizing where you're at, what you're frustrated by, what sets you back, what holds you back, all of the shortcomings that you have will better set you up to have a more realistic expectation of yourself as you're navigating this process. Because goals are some of the most challenging things or can be some of the most challenging things ever. Um, Sometimes they're very easy because they're really just about effort or just repurposing or restructuring kind of how we operate. Um, But sometimes they can, you know, really, really do a number on us where we're like, I can't believe I pushed myself that far. Like never again, that's just a little bit too far. Um, But all of them have a purpose. They're all a part of who we are. And especially for individuals who want to be able to do something greater, do something greater than themselves. That's, oh man, it's such a good feeling to just feel like I went outside my bubble to level myself up, but also create an impact or, you know, break a cycle, you know, inspire or generate a new version of myself. Like that is just, to me, that's tantalizing. I enjoy that so much. So let's declutter. Let's go into the places of us that need work, that need some attention, need some love, need some care, you know, kind of just self, you know, um, exploration is a really great, you know, word for it. So let's explore the parts of us that need the most work. And then once we've kind of done that work, let's go into the goals that we're trying to set and the motives behind those goals. So think about it. Okay. Say for instance, you want to have a degree, usually a very obvious reason for an additional degree or education or certification is because there is a financial gain on the other side. So there's either, um, you know, a better job or new career, Um, that's on the other side, or it could be a bigger impact that, you know what, the impact that I want to create is bigger than myself. And I need to be able to educate and understand kind of the world around it and navigate things a little bit differently. So that could be a really great place where, you know, you're learning or understanding, oh, okay, 
that's why I'm turning into that because I really want to be able to, you know, reap the benefits of being in a new industry and knowing what I'm talking about, knowing what's going on, all of those sort of things. So understanding the motive, the drive, the reason being that you're pursuing this initiative is is imperative. It sets the tone as far as the approach, you know, the hunger, the reason, the reminder when things get rough, the reminder when things get a little chaotic or frustrating, or you may feel lost, it reminds you why you're doing it in the first place. Now, depending on the goal you are, you know, the milestone, you want to have something that's a little weighted that when things become obstacles or obstacles come up, you'll be able to deter yourself from giving up because the reality is with every single goal, every single milestone, there is an obstacle. There is an obstacle. It may not seem like an obstacle to you, but there is obstacles in every opportunity for us to grow, enhance our self-knowledge, all of those sort of things. And over time, we become so skilled that they don't seem like obstacles anymore. But as we're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone, creating new opportunities for ourselves or shaking up kind of our, um, our regular schedule program, those obstacles can be like, hit us to our core. Literally. I mean, I can't tell you how many of them have knocked me off my feet where I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I even doing this in the first place? How is this important to me? And so that's why it's important to recognize the purpose or the reason behind it before you even get to that place of pursuing it because you can re you know revisit those those notes you know or those you know maps or you know reminders when you get to that place because as you start to deal with those obstacles that's where you know you start to second guess yourself your fear seems to be real and raging and you know really causing you to miss out or lose out on an opportunity all of these things pop up and come up and can really, really hurt you, um, especially when you're close to it or you're about to, you know, receive the 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 fruits of your labor. Um, there's so many things that go into goals and you know navigating them, and even there's an aftermath of goals um, because a lot of times when we're disrupting our natural progression, what we feel is our natural progression, which is actually our normal routine. Um, it feels like goals get in the way. It feels like goals don't belong. Goals disrupt more than they actually enhance or um, allow us to grow even more. And so sometimes we can second guess those things. We can really doubt ourselves. We can really say, you know what, maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe I'm looking for too much. Maybe I'm trying to do too big of a thing. And the reality is with what is asked for, what is attempted to, you know, what you're attempting to do, there's going to be great things that are going to be required depending on what exactly you're doing and how far you are from that place. Um, there's so many reasons why a lot of people give up or they don't even pursue their goals. And usually it's the challenges or the setbacks or the, the self-realization of my capacity, the expectations, my motives, all of those sort of things. Now, you're prepping yourself. It's almost like you're prepping yourself to, you know, refit or reorganize yourself to re-envision your future, re-envision how you process things or how you enjoy things, how you handle things. 
this is imperative to be able to get to the other side or get to a place where you feel like, you know what, this is where I was supposed to be all along. I'm glad that I endured everything that I endured because I finally feel like I'm on my path. Now, you know, finding goals, identifying goals, navigating goals, or figuring out goals. There are so many goals that are potential goals for you that can seem lavish. They can seem glamorized. They can seem like a natural fit. One thing I would recommend and something for a Virgo like me who struggles with control and controlling other people and controlling life um, is following your path, identifying what goal speaks to you. Because there are so many popular things that are out there. There's so many things that, you know, seem seem like obviously the, the next choice, the next, the next, you know, thing to do, especially with like real estate and entrepreneurship and all these different, you know, industries that are glamorized or they are seen like if you're not doing this, you're not winning, you're not living. Everyone's goals should be able to speak to them. It should be able to include their story, not someone else's story. Now, we are inspired by individuals usually who are, you know, publicized or accessible through social media or media in general. And those things really, really, really inspire us because that's like a mentor. That's a great example. That is a a visionary sometimes. That is a person or people who have decided to break their cycle or decided to break the social norm. And we try to embody them instead of figuring out what are the things about us that we see in them and how can we enhance that version of ourselves to feel more representative of who we naturally are, who we are, you know, on our path to be. Now, self-identification or self-exploration is really tricky. It's really hard because there's so much information pouring into us about what we should think, what we should feel, how we should act. And so there's so many ways in which we can get diverted. We can kind of get um, a little frustrated or set back because we're hearing this version of the story. We're hearing this, this prayer. We're hearing this person motivate. We're hearing this person's story. And all of them seem like we want to attach them to ourselves. Now, the biggest and the best way for us to um, succeed is to genuinely listen to our heart and lean on that because that's the most consistent. That's the individual that you rock with every single day of your life. That's not going anywhere. That person is, is you. That person is embedded in you. So representing yourself and hearing yourself and tuning into yourself is a huge part of goals, milestones, all of those sort of things. Because when we piggyback off of others, we remove our own voices, we remove our own decisions and thoughts, we start to reprogram ourselves to function like the individual that we're, you know, trying to emulate. What would they do? How would they process this? What challenges did they face? Did they make this decision? All of those sort of things kind of come up. And then that kind of limits us and doesn't include us in the process. And that is the most selfish thing you can do to yourself is to deny yourself a voice, deny yourself a place in your own divine destiny. That alone is is such like sabotage and harps on self-worth 
and, you know, confidence and all of those sort of things that we really need to find ways to encourage ourselves and believe in ourselves. I know for me personally, when it comes to goals and navigating challenges and obstacles, especially when I'm trying to do something that is foreign to me, is completely weird, completely like I've never done this in my life and I don't know what I'm doing. I like to talk to myself. I like to be my biggest cheerleader and I don't like to do it just in my head. I like to vocally, like verbal, verbally say it. Like you got this, Sam, don't worry. It's okay. It's just me. We are trying to figure it out right now because sometimes hearing that external voice feels more real. It feels more um, intentional. It's into the, the universe. It isn't hidden behind your brain and it's loudness. No, you hear the tone, you hear everything. You hear, um, the effort, you know, that goes behind making sure that person is safe or making sure you are, you know, in the right, you know, headspace to be able to, um, you know, to handle things that are foreign to you you know, and you talk yourself through it and it's almost like you're cheering yourself on and you are just being your advocate during a time where it feels uncomfortable. It feels foreign. It feels almost gross because it's not exactly what you were initially intending on doing or intending on having to go through, especially when having obstacles. Um, But it's definitely a great place to start when it comes to allowing yourself to be a part of the process, your genuine self. And speaking of your limits and navigating your limits and honoring your limits and honoring, you know, the the trueness of who you are and where you are, listening to your heart and what that feels like and what that looks like, all of those sort of things are super important and they make a world of a difference. I'm telling you, it makes a world of a difference to not feel like you've done a goal or hit a milestone intentionally for someone else, for something else, because you feel detached. You don't have the same you know, you don't aspire to have the same outcome when you know it's behind someone else. The support of someone else is great. The um, acknowledgement of someone else is great. The um, the love from someone else, the caring of someone else, the investment of someone else is great. But the ownership makes the difference. The ownership of your goals, your life, your decision makes a world of a, di- a difference because you now have an attachment to it because you have invested. It's so different. It's like when, you know, you get a gift from someone else or you get an opportunity because of someone else. There's, there's no reason why you obviously may not feel, you know, there's no reason why you're not appreciative of that or grateful for, or find it sentimental, but knowing that you have put in your time, your effort, your bare hands, your brain, your, um, blood, sweat, and tears into something has a whole different feel because there's an attachment to it. So as you're navigating your goals and you're implementing your goals, yes, it does take the work of yourself. But if you are considering yourself and who you are and where you are um, in navigating those goals, you'll make a world of a difference if you make sure that you listen to yourself and you listen to your heart and you listen to what you truly want and you don't derail from that because then the um the outcome or the success or the the feeling of that goal can definitely shift because of that that change in how you view the goal and how you attach the goal or navigate the goal okay so now let's get into the nitty-gritty of goals 
and what they look like, what to anticipate, um, those milestones, all of those sort of things. So we talked about kind of the precursor to goals and now we're in those goals. We are, we've decided on those goals. We know our motivation behind those goals. We are going to navigate those goals the best of our ability. And now we're in that boat. And there's definitely something that (laughs) we can't ignore when it comes to that. Um, the loneliness, the loneliness that exists. So the world is going to keep going on without you. The world's going to keep navigating without you. The world's going to keep functioning without you. You're going to be distracted. You're going to feel like maybe I made a bad choice. Maybe it doesn't make the most sense. Maybe I'm pushing it. Maybe I'm thinking of something that I'm not able to do. And it's going to be very easy for you to talk yourself out of those things, especially when you have challenges with those goals and they don't seamlessly go into your lifestyle or go into your life choices. Um, and you're going to have to make some on-demand decisions every single time. To do a goal, to, to attempt a milestone is a decision every single day. Doing this podcast for me is a goal. It is a decision. It is a milestone that is important to me where regardless of where I am, what sort of equipment that I have, what sort of mindset I'm in that week, I'm going to do it. Um, Previous to this, or when I first started doing the podcast, I would kind of wait till I had a vibe, a feeling. Um, I would really, really not have a structure to my podcast episodes and stuff like that. And as I, you know, felt like, you know what, this is my calling. This is my place. This is my peace. This is my passion. I need to set some structure to it. I need to have some um, consistency. And so that's what allowed me to say, you know what, by all means, I need to make sure I have an episode posted every single Friday. And it's been a hell of a journey. And there's been a lot of things that have gotten in the way of that. And for listeners, longtime listeners, or just listeners in general, um, you know, there has been certain weeks where maybe it appears on a Saturday, um, or there's certain weeks that it appears on a Monday because life happens. And I give myself that because that's the reality of things. When I record these episodes, I don't record them a week or two or three months in advance. They're really off of the real time energy, um, that I'm pulling from. And I know at some point I'll have to do that in order to be able to be more flexible with my time. But as it stands, you know, your goals, your milestones, all of those sort of things have to intertwine or find its way through what you currently have operating, currently have pursuing or navigating. And it becomes very frustrating because you have to make real-time decisions on should I go out or should I stay home and work on my website? Should I you know, pursue, you know, my weight loss journey, or should I go into this birthday party? You know, all of these different things come and they collide with what your goals are at the time or your milestones are at the time. And they seem like I have to make a decision. I have to navigate things differently. I have to really pick between the two. And that's where the drop-off, you know, becomes more real. Um, When you integrate a goal into your life, Sorry, it's still morning. Um, when you integral, integrate a goal into your life, the drop-off is higher because you have not carved out you know, the time, the energy, the effort for that goal. And when you don't do that, it creates a harder 
um, it's a harder for you to adapt. It's harder for you to become successful. So for instance, you know, with weight loss, I'll say that because that's kind of almost a universal or even weight gain, um, you know, goal, keeping things that are not good for you in your, you know, out of your house, out of your access, out of your reach, putting things in front of you that are more um, conducive for you to reach that goal, putting things in front of you that are more, um, more geared or leaning towards making sure that goal is, it comes to life is very important. Also discipline. Discipline is a huge, huge part of it all. And that's a part of making those decisions. When you have the opportunity to, you know, zone out into social media or, you know, go into your computer and watch an episode of, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, that's a, that's a decision. That is a a minute, small decision to say 30 minutes, I'm going to grab out of my day and I'm going to spend it on this, you know, with time being so valuable, it's very important for you to navigate things from a place of how can I amplify my time? This doesn't mean to exclude yourself or your freedom or your play. It just means that what is the best place or, you know, you know, schedule that I can offer myself that, you know, encourages me to continue to play, to continue to have a great sense of life and the abundance that it brings, but also how does it lend itself to be able to support me in my endeavor and, you know, move forward towards what I'm naturally trying to get done. All of those sort of things need to be thought of, or those decisions need to be made, especially sometimes depending on the goal on a daily basis. Burnout is really, really real. And I talk about burnout in another episode, so you definitely want to check that out. But also with navigating, um, you know, goals, you know, you're adding again, you're adding to your plate. You're saying to yourself, I want greater, I want more. So it's like having your plate full of life, everything that you have going on. And then you're like, nope, I want to add something else. You obviously have done that organization at some point that makes a little room for it. But as your goal is, you know, being set and you're navigating towards it, they're going to be competing things that are going to pop up all the time. Now, it's lonely. And why I say lonely is because you're not, you're attached to it more than anyone else. You know, you're the only one who's motivated behind it. There may be similar people around you who are obtaining the same goal. For instance, you're all going to school, you're all getting the same degree. But the motivation behind that degree and the ease, you know, when it comes to handling that degree, degree, may be different. So some people may be able to absorb the information very easily and it doesn't seem to phase them whenever their challenges or tests or exams. But for you, it's, it's, it's a lot more because this is a big reset for your life. This is a big new chapter for your life. So you may have individuals who are like-minded, but their motivation is going to be different. What they're unpacking is different. Their triggers are different. The challenges are different. And so it's important to you to to basically build a community that is going to feed you or support you through the process, whether it be encouraging you or reminding you of why you're doing it, giving you feedback, you know, setting some time aside to be able to talk to you while you process everything or you vent. Um, I think what's very important, especially while you're navigating goals, is to make sure that you um, are realistic with yourself of how you're feeling at that given moment. So for instance, if you're having a challenge and you're feeling triggered, to be able to explain that or not even explain it, but more or less verbalize that or express that, whether it be 
through taking a, you know, a break, a pep talk, having a pep talk or having a venting session with someone that matters to you that can uplift you to keep you going. Cause ultimately you still want to keep going. You're just feeling it, you know, a little overwhelmed by the process and that's natural and that's normal, but you don't want to necessarily give up. And so you got to be mindful and be careful about those individuals who may deter you or, um, you know, say to you, don't worry about it. You should just give up. You know, it's really hard. I know it's really hard. That's why I didn't do it. You know, all of those sort of things. What's for you is defined, divine. It is for you, it's for no one else. And so you want to be careful about the people that you let in because those are some of the external parts that may creep into your motivation and your success, you know, because you are listening to others versus, again, that's why I said from the beginning, paying attention to your heart and what matters to your heart and how does this feel and building that up. So when you come against obstacles, which can also be not directly with that goal, but also the circle that you have, the community that you have those people that can definitely hold you back. That can definitely stop you from being able to get to the other side. So all of those things combined are super, super, super important. Um, They definitely make a world of a difference when you're trying to navigate things. Now you're sitting in this goal, you're feeling good about yourself because you get closer to it and you know, you're at your wits end and, and it feels like, you know, you're making it work and you may get some, negative feedback. So you may have some individuals who are questioning your motives. They're questioning you. They're not feeling as confident of you and what you're doing because what you're starting to do is evolve faster than them. You're starting to evolve in a way that they can't understand. They can't relate. They no longer connect with you on, and there's some shedding that needs to go on. So whether it be shedding of activities that you used to participate in, individuals that you connect with, conversations that you have, um, experiences that you do. There's some shedding that needs to happen that allows you to be able to extract or remove yourself from um, having to be faced with that reminder of a naysayer or a negative experience or an individual who is not supportive of you. So that's a that's a discipline thing. That's also something that you have to do in for safety, really. It's it's a part of being able to protect the, you know, the livelihood, the outcome, the effort, the energy, the overall like scope of what you're trying to obtain. So that way you'll be able to have the outcome you're in search of. Now, think of these milestones as a journey, a process. One thing I've been learning and I've been reading the um, I'm almost done with it actually, the alchemist. Um, It's definitely something that has opened my eyes in so many different ways and just really um, conceptualized a lot of the thoughts that I've been having about life and what I've been able to receive and following my own personal legend, um, which is a process. And if you haven't already, I've heard a lot of people, especially a lot of mentors of myself, um, mention this, talking about the alchemist and how powerful it is and how important it is. And I'm like, "Uh," and let me be honest with you the setting, the scope in which it's set is definitely removed from what I would naturally be reading or wanting to hear because I listen to Audible. Um, but the concept, the, the, the thoughts that it puts into your brain, um, the, the things that it's put pulling together and weaving together throughout the, pro- throughout the book is is the extraction. That is exactly what you're supposed to be receiving, not the minute details of who's called what, what do they do, what's their hair color. That's not the point. 
it's definitely been such a beautiful experience um, to just zone out and to really pay attention to the book and what exactly it's trying to evoke. Um, and so I've been trying to understand, you know, the more or less the, um, the purpose, the point behind it and, um, things like goals, for instance, there's so many challenges and opportunities for us to grow in between reaching our goals and the skills. It's almost like there, there literally are levels to this. There's levels after levels after levels. There's things that I've gone through, for instance, this goal of having a podcast, you know, did not come out of nowhere. There were many instances prior to this in which I was exposed to a version of this or getting to this place that aren't really discussed or talked about. So in elementary school, I actually was on the morning announcements and it was an opportunity for me to read the morning announcements, which is something I don't like to do. I don't like to read, but um, I wanted I don't know if it was the attention. I don't think that's really what it was because I don't really like the attention. I wanted the responsibility. I wanted the opportunity. And so I remember doing that and doing that for a couple times. And it was a big deal. It was a big deal for me. It was exciting. And I felt, it felt natural. It felt like this is where I was supposed to be. And did that for a little bit, got some criticism about it, but I still felt very proud about it. Um, after that in high school, in middle school, um, I was really big on having intellectual conversations. I remember, um, vocalizing that I used to say that all the time, like I love having intellectual conversations. Um, didn't know exactly what I was referring to specifically. Now I obviously know more about that, but you know, it was this idea because during those times you have gossip, you have, this is what person worrying about this, this person's dating that person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, over time you start to unpack those things and realize, you know, what matters, what holds weight, what makes a difference, all of those sort of things. And as I started to understand those pieces, it definitely extracted uh, a side of me that in, was very intriguing. I love broadcasting. I love journalism. I love, um, you know, radio show hosts and the concept behind that. And I used to kind of almost study those things behind the scenes. I love video photography. I love so many different pieces of media. Um, and then when I got into high school, I did a TV production class and directed a music video. And I just love the idea of editing and, and figuring that, you know, how do you put these pieces together? How do you create this version um, that you want to see externally? I also got into YouTube back in 2007, 2008. And, you know, started recording some of my first videos and, you know, it was, it was very, it's a process. So went through that. I also got connected with local radio stations here and kind of was etching towards, you know, being a part of that scene, that world. I actually went to school for journalism. Well, one of my degrees was journalism alongside interior design and even um, music education. And so that was me finding my way. That was me taking a stab at all of these iteration, these versions that, you know, are now seem natural and normal, but, you know, it definitely wasn't that way. You know, I did a campaign for the United Way. It caused me to do events and flyers and 
posters and navigating things and representing something that I didn't have to do before, you know, getting people, gathering people together. I also did that through um, high school where I had a dance group and we had practice and we had to come up. So there were different um, sharpening experiences where I was sharpening my tools that I didn't even, I I wouldn't say I didn't know, I knew what I was doing in a sense that I knew that I was enduring or, you know, um, seeking to do something that was outside of the norm, but I didn't know it was to, to, to be the result of this because my vision of what that goal or that milestone was changed over time. At one point I wanted to do, um, America's Got Talent. I wanted to do American Idol. I did voice lessons. You know, I considered performing in front of others. I, I recorded um, an EP at one point. So there's so many different levels of which I was attempting and kind of grooming myself and taking a, a stab at different things that lend value to now and also have, you know, removed the um, the barriers or the thresholds or leveled myself up in ways that, you know, if I had just started just now, I probably wouldn't have been as comfortable, you know, and it probably wouldn't have been as easy at this point. But there were many, many instances in which I would take a stab at doing different opportunities such as this and lending myself um, to the to life and where it was taking me. And, you know, it's it's been a very interesting ride. So the final product or when you do end up with that goal, and especially when you see others with a goal, please don't underestimate the work that was going on behind the scenes that lend lended itself to their journey. That's why I say it's so important to just analyze, assess, pay attention to, draw from the things that you have kind of already navigated through that may be able to be valuable tools along the way. Because all of those experiences have, you know, pulled me in to this world. If I hadn't gone through those things, I don't think I would be here right now because that wasn't that jump is too too great for me. Um, all of this is a part of the story, you know. It's a part of the experience. Um, and when you're reaching a goal, understand that there are other milestones and things that happen behind the scenes or prior to your new inclination of this goal that are pulling you forward, that are a part of the process. And so thanking yourself or, you know, other versions of yourself or earlier versions of yourself is very important too, because that's really what helped contribute to even probably thinking of this goal or going towards this goal. Or even when you have a goal that seems so, so large, so grandier, you feel like you're never going to get to it. Understand that there are steps that have to happen for you to be able to get to that place. And in reading The Alchemist, I'm being able to conceptualize and to um, articulate the fact that all of these little pieces are part of that celebratory experience where I was able to get to this point. All of those those milestones, those challenges, those um, situations lend itself to the result in who I am right now and what I'm able to do right now. It's not because of just, oh, two years ago, I wanted to start a podcast. No, there were iterations before that were grooming me almost um, into being in this place. And they've been a part of this process from day one. So recognize and start to explore how you've had exposure a lot of the times to different um, pieces of you that 
would be so valuable and so great to add towards your goal or they're a big piece, a big part of being able to get to that goal. All of that matters. All of that holds weight. All of that creates the outcome in which you're looking for. Now, we've covered a lot. So obstacles and setbacks. Oh, setbacks, setbacks. Let's talk about those setbacks. So they're part of the challenges, but setbacks feel like, you know, setbacks feel like I'm not on the right track. Setbacks feel like I need to rethink everything. And sometimes that is the point. Sometimes we are pushing in a direction that doesn't exist and we need to reroute. We need to rethink some things. So you can't take any obstacle or any setback for granted. There is a point that is trying to prove maybe we don't have a skill set that needs to that that needs to be there in order to get to the outcome. Maybe we need to sharpen our tools in a different direction, or maybe we need to relearn a lesson that we missed um, or we didn't fully absorb, and so we've been rerouted to go back to that area or that time frame or that. Um, that place to be able to unpack all of that and understand all of that. Now that is something that is sometimes easier said than done. And so I understand why people get frustrated and they get um, discouraged, but understanding if you're going to obtain a goal that is outside of your comfort zone, you are going to face setbacks. You are going to face challenges. You are going to rethink who you are as a person, what you are thinking as a person, what matters to you as a person. That is normal. That comes with the plate. That comes with the experience. So you're not almost like, wow, no one told me, or I never thought it was going to be this hard. Don't have any expectations in that world. Not necessarily expect the worst, but expect to be challenged. Expect the unexpected. Um, and so that's definitely something we have to just take swallow with it. Because again, when you're doing something that is authentically you or something that you're taking the ownership behind or something you're taking the initiative behind that you know others may not attempt or find very frustrating or very hard to obtain, um, you're going to be faced with these things because it is the separator. It is the part that um, navigates people differently because of the simple fact that you want greater, you want grander, you want more complicated, more complex, more authentic. And that's who we are. That's our DNA. Um, And when you're stepping out on faith, especially, and you're navigating towards something that doesn't feel comfortable, you're going to have those setbacks because there's learning experiences you need to go through or grow through in order to be able to have the outcome you're in search of. So anticipate that and don't um, fear that. Don't allow that to get in the way and understand that is naturally a part of the process. A little bit of everybody has had that in their own regard and expect to have to continue to fight through pieces of you that you're still trying to navigate through. Um, and and those are gems. Those are pieces of you that you wouldn't have been able to explore had you not taken this route, you know? And so that's, that's definitely something that you want to not forget um, and, and enjoy. Now, getting on to the the turning point of your goals and also just reprogramming or just rethinking your goals. That is okay too. Sometimes we get to a point in our, you know, trying to get to this goal and realizing that we've gotten to the point where we're actually happy with not the ultimate goal, but in the process of getting to that goal, there's another piece maybe below that goal or two steps below that goal or milestone where you're like, I actually like, really like it here. And I'm okay with letting it go, letting go or 
editing the version of you who were who was after something maybe a PhD and decided to just go with a master's is okay. That is completely fine. As long as you're listening to your heart, listening to how you truly feel, listen to the authentic version of you, that is what matters. That is the point of everything. You have to consider that piece. You have to consider that part of you and you have to take ownership ownership, and believe in that version of you when you're at that point that you feel you know, excitement or content or peace or happiness or just great overwhelming gratitude of the body or the mind that it took of yourself that it took to get to this place. That is okay. I think people get attached to what they claim, what they may have put into the universe, but your destiny is your destiny. You may put, a, there's a lot of things I put into the universe that that's not even touching me because maybe the motives or there's something greater or yeah, that's a part of the process, but there's something more behind the story that I need you to, to, to figure out. And so because of that, don't take for granted the fact that you know what's best for you when you are navigating things from your best ability, you know, when you are listening to yourself, when you are putting effort in um, doing what is necessary for yourself. So don't ever second guess that. Don't ever, you know, deny yourself that, especially when you're trying to create a world that doesn't look like the current version or versions that you've ever been a part of. When you get to a place where you know this is it, enjoy it, bask in it, celebrate it, give back if you can, all of those things matter. And, you know, that kind of rounds it up. I mean, when you get to your goal or your milestone, you know, celebrate in it and acknowledge it, acknowledge your effort, those around you give back. You never know how much that can lift a person in their process and their goal and their, um, their hopes and dreams of, you know, being something or doing something greater. It's so important to know that life isn't about being selfish and even just offering encouraging words to the universe, to life, to individuals around you makes a world of a difference. You have no idea how important it is to hear that you're doing a good job or, you know, you're on the right path or I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm excited for you. Um, so don't be afraid to get back and to serve others and to serve other communities, initiatives, things you believe in, all of those sort of things, because it definitely makes a world of a difference. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I definitely appreciate it. Two years now going on three. Super proud of myself and this goal and this milestone um, because it's definitely a work in progress, but it's one of the best things I've ever done for myself. And um, the reviews as far as what you guys feel about it and think about it is so important to me as well too. So don't forget to rate and subscribe um, you know, to this podcast and share with anybody that you may find valuable. We are still in January. There's still so many things that we can accomplish. It is a new year, new opportunity. And if you've already fallen off the boat or you're, you know, you're straggling off of it, that's okay. That's all right. Check out everythinginme.com for more information about what I'm up to, life coaching, all of that good stuff. And I can't wait to chat with you guys in my next episode.